Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. And I'm telling you, I think we're trying to light nuclear weapons <laughs> off, trying to get this whole situation figured out with uh, Dana Camp on with Jill and I today. And it's like, I don't know why it was such a struggle to get everybody connected, but we're here. Hi. Hi, Dana. <laughs> Thank goodness. We've done it. You've done it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And it's great to hear your voice and great to have you back on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me, you guys. So we kind of prepped for this one today. Um, and we had, because uh, we're going to have you back in on a more regular basis. And people enjoy this yeah. and they like hearing about numbers and they, because that's kind of your thing, kind of your jam. And um yeah. So I said, you know what, since we just started seven months ago, it's going on eight months that we've been working with um, the folks that heard at, and we have, our team has grown from two to actually uh, what I come up with, I guess on a day-to-day basis, there's like four or five, six of us. But if you include McKenzie and Sasha or uh, McKenzie and um, Angie, they're part of our team. So we got like eight people on our team um, out of a, a lot of other people that work at her dad, but that's our, that's our core. Wouldn't you say that Pat? Pretty exciting. Oh yeah. That's our, yeah. Those, that's our, our A team, our varsity. Yeah. So we got the, the boss is in there and Chris is in there and just to kind of throw some names around. People are familiar with some of them. Nick has been on our show, Sasha, Angie, McKenzie, and then me and Pat. So we take a look at our, cause I found something the other day on birth, your birth number as in the day or the date that you were born on. So I was born on the 13th, Pat was the 14th. And so I sent a note to, to Dana and said, what, is, what does this mean, 13 and 14? That's just a small piece of the puzzle that you work with usually, right? Yeah, yeah, that's just one aspect of you. It's kind of like- But you can, you can tell something. Oh yeah, it's totally, it's, it's your natural gift. Like it, you're just gifted at it. It's just something you naturally can do. Yeah, it, it's not- So if, you're, if I was say, if you're born on the 14th, is the 14th of December different than the 14th of June? Or is the 14th the 14th? Well, each of, like, if you look at December 14th, it has its own frequency of eight. But if you look at just the birthday of 14, it reduces to a five. But even that five can be different because of the contributing numbers that create the five. So like, you're not a straight five, which just like, if you're born on the fifth, you're a 14 five, which means that, it's very much about leadership and organization, but that five, but that overall five is about adventure, um, being open. Uh, they're very prophetic. They can see things before they happen. So they're really good at So that I, I need leader, I need leadership and, and I need leadership and organization. Not that I have it because I don't have it. Your stars are Okay, inaccurate. no, you, no, <laughs> you have it, but it's unique to you. And that's the thing about a four. Oh, Fours okay. are very polarized, okay. right? So you have a four in your 14. So fours okay. are organized to themselves, not <laughs> okay, necessarily the others. And the thing about fives, that, is fives that- are, and, and you remember your 14 reduces to a five and that five energy is the wild card. The five energy uh, does things in their own unique rhythm and they have to be inspired when they're doing something or they have a hard time making themselves do it. That's about right. Yeah, for sure. You're right. Yeah. I was going to say, when you say it's unique to them, what it makes me think of is I know where everything in my junk drawer is. Yes. 100%. Yes. It's organized to you, right? Yes. Like I know where all my notes and stuff on my desk and my wall, I know what all the dashes mean and the circles. I know what they mean. No one else, even a beautiful mind, Russell Crowe couldn't right, figure right. that crap out, but I know where it's all, I know where it's at. So like that four energy is, is <laughs> so, really cool because 
Well, it can be polarized. So you can be uh, the type of person who is very, like, I would say anally organized where they have a label and everything has a place and nothing's allowed to be out of order. And, and that's, that's kind of that far end of the spectrum of the four. And then on the other end of the spectrum of the four, you have uh, kind of like the hoarder aspect where they have so many things and they know where their things are. Right. But mm-hmm. don't ever like the bottom line mm-hmm. for a four is all about security. So no matter which four aspect you're looking at, the reason they do what they do is for feeling to feel safe. So that four who hoards is also just trying to feel safe. So if you went into someone's house, like, okay, you guys said you have messy areas, right. That are unique. And only, you know, where stuff's at on them. If I went into your right. space, this would give you a heart attack. I would walk into your space and I would clean it up. That, oh, that no. is a breach of security. You, you would not appreciate me as a friend. If I did that, that would not be, I would. No, I do. I do. I do. I do like, like my wife is extremely organized to the point where everything has its place. Like she's not over clean, like a yeah. OCD, but every, she's a very organized person. Now, if, if you or her would come into my life and say, okay, this garbage, this is how we need to organize it. I could fit the way that I do my things into those buckets. Perfect. But I can't figure out the buckets. You, well, you know I mean? is it more that you just don't care about taking the, spending your precious energy there? Yeah. Yes. Because that's really what your eight, your eight is, <laughs> your eight is your attitude which is how you live out your life. That eight is very much the, the executive. They, they, um, what's the right word? Delegate. They're delegators. They're not necessarily when it gets done, but they find the person who has the gift and then they delegate it to that person. Now you have a little extra challenge in yours because your life pass one and the one is the leader and they like things a certain way. And they, they have an expectation of what that will look like in the end. And so sometimes ones don't trust others to do it because they won't do it the way the one would expect it to be done. But you have a tug of war because you've got that eight. So if you trust someone, which you're that energy, if you trust someone, you will allow them to do it. But that's probably a very small circle. Agreed. So interesting. You know, what's kind of interesting. I I sent you a list of all the birthdays and months of the eight people Mm -hmm. that we have in our group. And you noticed that there were a lot of fours as far as, far as their birth date. Yep. But when you combine them with their month, they're all different. Yep. Yeah. Their attitudes are different from the gifts, right? Well, the attitude is how people get things done. Their motivation is their life path, which we wouldn't know without the year. So their gift, those are like the top three numbers that someone carries is their, those all come from the birthday. So those are non-changeable energies. Whereas like your name can change your energy. So. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So if you go by a nickname or if you go by, um, you get married and you change your name, like you change almost half your numbers when you do that. That's quite powerful. Actually. When they say that men don't change, wow, men don't. That is interesting. (laughs) They don't change their name, but women change because we change our names when we change, when we get married sometimes. That is so interesting. And so when we accuse, no, that, that right there, when you start talking about um, nicknames Uh that, that I'm just thinking, because there are so many people I know with nicknames that if people called them by their actual name, it's a completely different person that you're talking about. Right. So I had a friend named Jessica. And at work, she gave off the eight energy. She was the boss. 
and everyone knew it. And she delegated and she told people what to do. And she was very hardcore, right? At home, she went by Jess, which when you added all of her energies together, gave her a two energy. Well, the two energy is the mediator. They're, they're softer. They, they want peace. They, they sacrifice for others for, for um, being accommodating, right? Um, they're in the business cluster of love, not getting things done, right, per se. So when she got called, someone took the liberty of calling her Jess at work. And every hair on her body stood up and she said, my name's Jessica to you. You don't call me Jess, Ooh. right? Like she clearly Ooh. defined who is allowed to call that soft energy in her. So yeah, names really matter. They matter a lot. Like uh, say you have a kid and, wow. okay. and you have a nickname for your kid yeah. and you're trying to get your kid to do something, right? They're, they're kind of being disobedient and you're like, no, go clean your room and you call them by a nickname, say that nickname gives off a five energy. Five is the don't tell me what to do. That is the wrong name to use when you want something to get done with that kiddo. So it, it matters to <laughs> it matters to look at, you know, you'd want to call maybe a two energy or a six energy in that kiddo because you want that knight in shining armor or that that accommodating helper to come forward. So it, it really does matter. Names are really powerful. Wow. Cause see, okay, like you've got some people who um, they're, well, jokingly, we've always said this, but I guess it's, it actually lies in truth is be careful what you name your kids. Cause that's probably what they'll end up doing for a living. Uh, um, <laughs> if you know what I mean, cinnamon. I don't know any cinnamon accountants. No. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Well, mm -hmm. you know, you think like, for I'm example, just, my, my, uh, my, my granddaughter was just born and they wanted to name her, uh, they want to call her, they named her Lily, but her, I said, okay, call her Lily, but in the world we live in, she's going to need, as an adult, she's going to need a name that's more commanding. So why don't we, you know, consider a more proper full name like Lillian? So mm -hmm. her, her proper yeah. name is Lillian. She can go by Lily all she wants. But like when she steps into the world and she needs to command some respect, that's something. You guys remember Jen, Jenny from uh, the radio station? Yeah. I, yes. I did a consult with Jen and uh, she said she wanted people to treat her with more respect and stop dumping all their work on her. <laughs> and I said, Hey, <laughs> you know, let's look at your name. And so we looked at her name and, and she just had, a, instead of going by Jenny, which was very accommodating, I said, you need to, you know, either go by Jen or Jennifer, you know, like, and, but it was really hard for her to retrain people. Oh, that's but, interesting. Mm -hmm. well, okay. So what about names that mm -hmm. are like, um, com like a name that's a normal, say it's Jen or, uh, Bailey would be one Bailey, but they, but the parents spell it like super crazy. Does the spelling of the name have anything to do with your 100%. energy? 100%. So like when I talked to Jen, mm -hmm. I said, okay, what does Jen J E N look like? What does Jen J E N N look like? What does Jenny with a Y or mm -hmm. Jenny with an I or Jenny mm -hmm. with an I E or a Jennifer with one N or a Jennifer with two right? Like all of that matters because each mm -hmm. number adds of energy to it. So each number like A Got through it. Z, if you went A is a one, B is a two, and you went through the whole alphabet and you just went one through nine, one through nine, one through eight, right? Because that's how many, that's, yeah. that's how those, yeah. so each of those. So when I break a name down, I take the corresponding number that goes to that letter and I add them all together. So yes, 
but how you spell it matters a lot. Wow. Cause that, I, I think about so many people's, it's funny when you, and, and they said it for different reasons when you're naming a child, like you said, the Lily. Mm-hmm. And the reason I always, you know, somebody would say, Oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't name it a child's name. Cause how is that going to work with grandma, grandma Lily? But Lillian is going to be the respected elder. Right. Um, honestly. Well, mm-hmm. like, and, and even my name, Jill, mm-hmm. is Jill's kind of childish. <laughs> I mean, it really, because you've got Jillian's, but I'm just Jill. I mean, it's, that's what it is. Um, and I, I, I thought about that. Not that I'm, I'm not mad at my parents for what they named me, but <laughs> it is kind of a name that doesn't age like it should. Yeah. But the thing about Jill is, it's still a commanding name. It actually gives you a little mystery. So ain't that the yeah, truth? Because because the personality <laughs> energy of Jill is a seven. That's so right on because I don't even know for sure that your real name is Jill. I know your last name's not what you say it is, but the mystery is like she, it. Well, she has an attitude number of seven as well. So she's very That's hard to right. read. You have to be on the inside with her. And and even on the inside with JT, and I call her JT. Um, even, even being on the inside with her, um, you still would feel like you weren't really sure. Like she has this mysterious aspect to her. You just, you don't know where she's going to land. And when you're talking to her, if she's not animated, if she's not giving you anything, she has the ability to have a very flat effect when she's listening and you can't read whether she's agreeing with you or disagreeing with you. So you have to ask her a lot of questions because she's really just observing and analyzing you. Just it default might, to she's disagreeing with you and then rarely she'll agree. It's usually <laughs> default to disagree. Well, she's always looking for <laughs> the Achilles, right? Uh-huh. She que- that is amazing how right yeah. on you are yeah. about that. About the That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, it is. It really it blows my <laughs> mind right every day when looking. I read for people. <laughs> I, I got to tell you right now, I'm hoping our boss listens to this because I feel like sometimes I'm constantly, it's like I'm always looking for something that's wrong. I'm always looking for the weak spot. She's always looking for and, cereal cereal to pee in. Like she was, sorry, pee in <laughs> Cheerios. Like in everything. We always, everybody throws out an idea and everybody looks to, to Jill's window on Zoom to see a reaction. Like what? What's wrong with well, this one? So she's got, she's but got a combination, right? So she has that great combination uh-huh. of a four and a seven. Fours, fours are always looking for security, right? So she's going to look for any yeah. any problem in the any chink in the link, right? She's going to look for any problem mm-hmm. that she can find, so she can be prepared in case it happens. So that four is very much it's always about feeling safe and always having security. So she's questioning everything and looking for uh, any potential directions that might go, so that she can be prepared for Got it. it. Yeah. So it's not that she's trying to be negative. You're not doing it to be a total. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. You're not trying to do that. No, you're actually very concerned about producing the best case scenario and what's our greatest outcome for something. Okay. This is funny. Like real world example of her, of her doing that. Not on a daily, I'd say at least every other day basis. It's and it's it, it's something that I don't do, and it's not a it's not her doing it isn't it bad. It's actually really good. Where she'll say something and come into my office and go, okay, so I need to get A, B, and C. So in case client B needs it, they haven't asked for it yet. But if they do, I just want to make sure we have it. It's like, oh my gosh, they may never ever ask for it, but just in case. So that's 
fits in exactly with mm-hmm. what you're saying. And she's she's incredibly intuitive. So when she does read people, if she listens to her gut, which is this is the tug of war for Jill, her four energy is yes. very much in the mind, but her seven energy is very much her knowing. So if she trusts her knowing and doesn't let the mind jump in and create fears, right? If she goes with that first, mm-hmm. first gut instinct, she's right every time. If she goes, if she hesitates, even a millisecond, her brain and her mind, which is that four energy, is going to jump in with all those worst case possibilities, right? And that might lead her to not even yes. try because there's too many obstacles that she could possibly run into. So she can... You can process through an entire idea in your head and not even act on it because you've already decided how it will turn out. That's yes. so funny. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just hoping the boss is listening. That's why. I, and I told I told um, Dana also that jokingly the other day is I, I, I call myself Columbo as in the, the detective on the TV show because he always had one more question right. <laughs> before he had to just I'd throw it. <laughs> and, and and just just one more thing and you're like oh for the love will you just do it and i i get i get the energy coming back at me but i also know i have to ask um so anyway that's good but you know what's interesting when you're talking about the fours we have four people who in their birth date are fours yeah and that's my what you were talking about with me is very different from the other three who were born in march october and june right well they bring a whole different skill set to the table. So Nick and Sasha have straightforward fours. So there isn't any um, contributing energies, right? But like for you, you're a one, three, four. So that one, three right. is that okay. leadership and that uh, communicator. That's that's the, the animated, that's the creative. That's the chameleon energy, the actress energy in you. Um, Chris has the flip of you. He has the three, four or the three, one, four energy. So that he leads with his actor and his silliness. And then, and then he, and then into the leadership. So he probably softened people up first and then, and then Mm -hmm. lead them. Whereas Mm -hmm. you step in with your leadership and then communicate it. Does that make sense? Wow. So even though you share it, doesn't that sound like Nick? Yeah, that sounds that sounds like uh sounds like Nick sounds like Chris. Uh I that's a hundred did you say that last one was that Chris that or was, was that Chris. Nick? That was Nick. That was Chris. No, she said that was Chris. Um, oh, Chris and that, was the three three one. Okay. Yeah, and yes. that is exactly yes. that's exactly yeah. him. And Chris yeah. and uh JT also share the same attitude. So they're both they both have that ability to kind of intimidate through uh their stoic or their lack of expression. <laughs> Right. Um, but Chris probably. And isn't it funny? Because I, I've. Chris is probably a tiny bit more. I was say, I've called him out on that. Yeah. Chris might be a tiny bit more approachable just mm-hmm. because when he comes out, he puts on a mask. He becomes whatever the person in front of him needs. So he might be able to uh, turn on actor energy on and and he might yeah. be more aware of his ability to be stoic. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He might get underestimated. Mm-hmm. People might not realize what he really brings to the table or that he's actually calculating oh. when he does something. That's so true. Right. That is so true. Yeah. He's, and he's the, he's the relationship yep. guy. Like he's the guy that everybody loves. Everybody wants to mm-hmm. be around. Clients love him. Uh, you know, people that are on the network, everybody loves him because you're right. He is, he is more approachable. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing about him. And, and underestimated is true. But mm-hmm. and, right, very and think about this. How much do you really know about Chris? 
Huh. You, I don't. Yeah, I know he's in a camper on the west coast somewhere right now. That's about right. it. Right. And he has two. So has see, there's. Cats. So see, he has his mystery, but he. You don't think about his mystery because all when you he's very similar, like to me. Like people go, "Oh, I know her. She's she's what she's so nice." And then they go, "Well, I go no, but what do you really know?" I, uh, not I don't know anything outside of she's nice, <laughs> and that's probably what Chris gets too, right? Right. You think you, you know that about Chris, but do you really know anything about Chris? Like people don't even know I'm married. They don't know I'm a grandma. Like they don't know stuff about me. And even on Facebook, that's still a super private part of my life. Like I don't even share that stuff on there. Usually every now and then you'll get a tiny little nibble of a baby picture or something <laughs> like rare, you know, and especially now, <laughs> especially now with everybody working remotely and people changing jobs, switching jobs, new employees coming in, it's hard to get to know anyone right now. So so the people that are a little mysterious mm-hmm. are, it's even easier for them to be mysterious. Oh yeah. Oh, they've been in heaven. <laughs> they've been in heaven. Right. That seven <laughs> loves their quiet alone time. They love their, um, they love it. They need that. Yes! That's re- that's, that's their restorative time. So um, having this pandemic and having to stay home has been like a break for everybody rocking a strong seven in their chart because now all those extroverts can't get to them. <laughs> right. Right. Just, exactly. They just become Gosh, they're just so unavailable funny. and you can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So who else do you have on the list that you would like to uh, take a crack at? Uh, let's see. So you've got Angie is very sensitive. She. Oh, my God. Very sensitive, uh, very tapped into what other people are feeling in the room. And she's she's very much, and I don't have her life path, so I don't know her motivation, but her attitude and her gift are very uh, much in the rescuing kind of category. She wants to help. She wants to fix. She wants to save. Um, and then... That's incredible. And, mm-hmm. and then really is, incredible. is Bill boss? Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill, yeah. Bill has, his gift is that, he, he has strong values when it comes to family. Um, this is his gift. It's not always something only people close to him always necessarily get to see this, but, but even his attitude is that humanitarian. So he also, he cares a lot and he wants things to go smoothly, but he really does take people as individuals into consideration. Um, when you that work so, with him, that is so hundred percent wow. true. But yeah, so that, true. that, uh, that six is that, that father energy, that knight in shining armor, um, the healer, the, you know, he wants people to be okay. And he, if he cares about you, which he cares about everybody really, but if he cares about you and he considers you family, uh, his work family, his real, his biological family, even just friends, he considers family mm-hmm. like bend over backwards kind of guy. He's the kind of guy, though, that isn't going to ask for help when he needs it. So it's really important that those around him who see him as a pillar of strength all the time check in with him because you're not going to know he's needing it. So it's it's important for him to know that people are giving back to him in that way. He still may not share with you yeah. his deep energies, but he's still just you asking or or offering is going to be um, really awesome for him. That's yeah. cool. 
That's it's, it's, that's it's, exactly it's so who crazy. he is, Pat. Right? Exactly. Isn't that crazy? Like, I mean, seriously, some of the things he does, he just he just takes it on and just does it, and it's like. Well, dang! You, why are you doing? We, we could have done that. Why are you, mm-hmm. you can ask us? But he, de- yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. That and and Angie, yeah, they're very similar. That's just she's our she's she's amazing because she uh, she's the office manager and she takes care mm-hmm. of everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like whatever you need, ask Angie because she's she'll get it figured yep. out. Very soft spoken. Very yes. But 100%. she doesn't. That's she doesn't so... ask for help though, you guys. And she'll take keep nope. she'll keep taking things on even though our plate is full. <clears throat> That's why it's so important that we take yeah. care of these caregivers because we need to, it always looks, wow. she's never going to look like she doesn't have her shit together and she does, but she still won't <laughs> ask for help if she needs it. She just won't. So it's important that wow. the, you know, those two people in particular are people that I would make an extra effort to appreciate and support and figure mm-hmm. out like what their love language is. Is it, is it a note on her desk? Is it, just a quick email that says, thank you. Is it a flower? You know, is it, is it buying her lunch? Like, I don't know. There's like all these ways we can show appreciation, but like, these are the people who go under the radar and really need somebody to notice because they aren't, they don't give off the energy that they need and help. They don't, they don't give it off. So, and I would say that in this day and age too, when I was just going to say real quick, Dan, um, Dan, about the pandemic, that, that, just makes that even more so because people aren't in presence of each Mm -hmm. other and um, you don't have the opportunity. You can still reach out digitally, I guess, you know, and send them a note or send them a a gift card or something like that, do something. But just being in, in their presence, sometimes that, that gives you that energy and that opportunity. Um, That's one thing that, yeah, definitely a downside of not being in a workplace together. So the other mm-hmm. person I would throw in with Bill and Angie is who mm-hmm. is MM? Oh, that's Mackenzie. Mackenzie is she's exact. Our, she's like a young yeah. Angie. Like she's 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 our project coordinator, yeah. and ah. she yeah, that's that she's is exactly. The other person. Those three she? are your highly sensitive, over sacrificing like everything for the team kind of people. So they're the ones that you really have to keep your eye on because you won't know when they're grounding. Wow, oh, that's good to, that's good yeah. to know. Now we got to wait a couple of days though before we send Angie that email because I don't want her to think we did it just as Deanna said to. So we need to wait and like be really sneaky with it, you know? Because then it will be like won't mean as much. Like you guys are just doing that because Deanna said to. But we really appreciate everybody, everybody that you talked about today. We appreciate so much, and now it helps yeah. knowing that, just knowing that what's behind it. Yeah, there's a reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. I mean, literally, there's a reason. It all lines up. It's just so crazy to me how spot on the numbers are. Yeah, that's amazing. So the one we haven't talked about is Sasha. Oh, this should yes. be good. Sasha, she she has so her attitude energy is the leader, which is nine and one are on the <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum, but they're both leaders, right? But the but wow. but right. the nine does it without without effort. The one really wants to be number one. That in combination with her um, four energy that organizer and that and the manager energy she works really hard to be the best possible hmm. like she's she's probably yeah, pretty she intense a little bit yeah <laughs> oh um, yeah 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 my goodness she's yes that you described her to an absolute t organizer works extremely hard to be the best and is the has the manager energy and yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's no better way. That's her business yeah. card right there. That's her gift and her attitude. 
So whatever her motivation is, which would be her life path, we don't know what that is, but it doesn't matter what it is, honestly, because whatever it is, she wants to be the best at it. And she goes <clears> to <throat> great lengths to be the best. And when she turns something in, you have no idea how much work she has put into whatever she's delivering you. So being really aware of her sensitivity about that. So criticism can be really difficult for her because she's already so critical of herself, right? She's already looking at every dot and every I and every cross on every T. And like, she's just, she really puts so much energy into whatever she turns out that even the slightest perception of a criticism can be very painful. So her being recognized for the amount of energy she puts in is really important. And for her to know that, you know, for you to know that she's already really hard on herself and that maybe she needs just a little more kindness. It's interesting, Dana, is that the thing with Sasha is that we know if she's doing something we don't have to check in. Yeah, and that's and that would you know be. What I mean, as far yeah, as yeah, it would be offensive to her if you tried to micromanage her, anyways. It would hurt her feelings. Oh, some people have tried. Yes, <laughs> some people have tried. <laughs> yeah, there's no need to. Yeah, ever. Yeah, give her what give her what yeah. you need done and get out of her way. That's what I would say. Yep. Give her all and and give her yep, all the details she needs because she's going to ask. She's got that four. She wants to know what what needs to be. What needs to be dotted and what needs to be crossed? What do you want? And then walk away. That is hilarious. And she's, and isn't that Pat? Because yeah. I even think back to a couple of instances. She's not afraid to ask you either. I oh mean, no. If she's, she knows what she needs to know. She knows the things that she has to have. And if she doesn't have them, she points. It right. Out. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, she doesn't yeah. want to do anything unless she can do it perfectly. So if you don't give her all the there tools, she's probably not going to want to do it. She's going to need all the information. I mean, here, here's what, what I love about this is that this basically is you just came in and you did a, a consultation with our a portion, not our whole company, but the people that we interact with mm-hmm. all the time. So I can only imagine how valuable this would be for business yeah. owners to have you come oh in and have have you go over their, his, their employees, birthdays, whatever, yeah. just what you yeah. just did. It would give them such an insight on how to deal with their his staff, her yep. staff. Um, yeah. That, do you do I that? Can, yeah. I mean, it's something that, I mean, when I do numerology, it's really relationships. It's like people go, oh, what about my house? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff's fine. But like what I really want to help people with is their relationships, right? So yes, team building and understanding the people on your team and who's going to be the best person for which jobs so that you can let people shine mm-hmm. in their gifts, right? Like, uh, yeah, I, I was a coach for, um, roller derby and, People were, I looked at what people were good at. I didn't try to force everyone to be a robot and be able good at every single thing. I looked at what is this person person naturally great at? Yeah. Like I don't put a blocker in to a defensive position when they're offensively minded. Like what a waste of talent. Great analogy. They're going to mess it up. Like you put an offensive player in an offensive position so that they can shine at what they're naturally good at. Same with defensive, right? Like you just want to find what is this person's niche? Does it, where does it benefit and make my, t- my, my team shine? Like, how do I get the most out of these people? And that's, I mean, and understanding yourself, I can't underestimate oh God, yeah. the value of knowing yourself. If you accept yourself 
I mean, that's where, you know, that's where it's really at. If this is your strength, great. But it's even more powerful to know what isn't, right? Mm -hmm. To know where both of those things are. Like for, like, if you're not the detailed person, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But you should partner up with someone who is. Yes. And, and then allow them to do that. You can't, you can't not yeah. be the detail person, but then also need control over everything because it doesn't work that well. Right. But understanding yourself it's and huge. knowing when you're stepping on toes, that's a big deal. Yeah. When you know that you're working with some, like, like Pat, you're like, you're the kind of person that needs to have the freedom to create because you can't be micromanaged. It makes you miserable. And honestly, if somebody keeps shoving something at you and, and standing over your shoulder, you're going to mm -hmm. give it back to them and say, oh, my God, just do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> because that's that that executive energy in you. Like people need to know what you bring to the table and it's, then they need to let you do it. Yeah. No, because you're a, you're a one life path with an eight attitude and a five running in the background. When I see the one five eight, I see somebody who needs to be their own boss. Or at least be in a job where they're not micromanaged. Yeah, I'm right. I, I'm I'm better now. When we were had Parkville, just us, I couldn't. I because I can't do that. I can't the business stuff, the 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 interactions, not with clients specifically, but the the minutia of accountings and all that. I can't do that <laughs> stuff. I just can't. It's not that I don't. I know it's important, you know. Right. But I right. just I I just can't do it. And I and I felt guilty for so long because your, your dream is to own your own business, be your own boss and all this stuff. But I just never had that drive because I mm -hmm. don't, I want the freedom of my job of what I do, but I don't want all the other responsibilities mm -hmm. on the other side of it. And that's your five energy. So that's the don't tell me what to do energy. Mm -hmm. That's the, I need, I want, I'm a leader, but I don't want people under me leader. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So you want to, you're a leader in whatever you do but you don't want to be responsible for the people underneath you. One, you can't control, which you, you would want to know everything that's going on if you were going to do that. But your five energy needs that freedom. They don't want the other, they don't want the added responsibility of people under them per se. Cause I'm not a teacher. I've said that a million <laughs> times. I know that I am not, even in my own children, I am not, I am not a teacher no. by sitting down and showing them the steps, A, B, C, T to do things and, and having right. them go and fail at something and then teaching. I'm more of teaching by example than yep. I am a structured teaching. I, can't, yeah. I just can't You're, do it. You do things in your own unique <laughs> rhythm You know, and well, other people thanks. can't watch you do what you do <laughs> because <laughs> they won't, they won't understand your process because this your is process so funny is when done. Through inspiration. I was going right. to say, Dana, real quick. <laughs> you can't, his you rhythm, cannot. You said his own unique rhythm. Yeah, Some it's would tough argue for you. he has none. But, <laughs> but that's yours. <laughs> right? But that's still my own unique one. Right. But do you see what I mean? Like yes. That, because from the outside, they can't understand what he's doing. Right. Like processes. We've had to write down the processes of this doing certain things. Thing. And that, it's still, it's like pulling teeth. Because to say, yeah. I don't, I can't, I can't describe what I do, how I do it. Like, I don't know how to nope. do it. I just do it. Nope. And that's why I failed math. <laughs> math is terrible. I'm a numerologist, but I failed math. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so that's math to me, like I didn't realize this, but when I was growing yes. up, I could get answers, but not show how I got them. And it, it turns out that I, I didn't need mm -hmm. the, their, um, Oh, uh, formulas. Mm -hmm. I, I was better at the things that people hated, like word problems. Because I don't know, there was, I could visualize it in a certain way and I just figured it out, but I failed because I couldn't show my work. 
So I really didn't fail math. It's just that in my head, mm-hmm. what people hate, which is common core. Yep. Yep. That's how I do math in my head. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that. That's why I didn't do well in organized math. You know what, Dana? Because I, I do differently. I process things differently. Talking about this. So this be and helpful? that doesn't. I think very helpful when trying to determine a teaching path for students because they all don't learn the same way. Well, the four energy, yeah, the four energy is the teacher. That's one of its signatures is the teacher. The four is because they ask a lot of questions and they want things to be black and white so that they can feel safe in the world around them and, and teach it to other people so that they can continue to make their world safe <laughs> so of by course making I people, said that. helping people okay, understand everything. Right. <laughs> no, <I can't>. um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting. And the thing about that five is that the, because the five runs off of, of being present in the now moment. They're, fig- they're focused on whatever right now is inspiring them. They can have fires burning all over the place, and it's okay. They have a great ability to multitask. Mm-hmm. So Pat can actually have four or five things going at once, and, and it's fine. And his attention will turn to the ones that he feels inspired to focus on. And he'll get it done. He might wait till the last second to finish something, but he actually works really well under pressure that way. That, you're exactly right. I do. I if yeah. I have too much if I have too much runway ahead of me, sometimes mm-hmm. I it's and I don't always attribute yeah. it to that. Well then to, you coast. Right. <laughs> That's true. And I've always but I've always thought I've attributed that to like ADD or whatever, where I can't focus you know, on one thing. But if I have uh, if I'm like, hey, I just recorded something, it doesn't need to be put out for three months. I'm gonna shoot, I'm gonna wait. I don't need to worry about this thing. And then it come up the night before, I'm like, holy crap. And then I get it done, get it done, get it done, and it sounds great. Right. Well, that's just kind of fives work. So fives are fives are um well, because they're kind of prophetic, they can yes. see things before no, they happen, didn't. and they also can see empathetic. Uh, prof, prof, no, prof, <laughs> prophetic. Oh, prophetic, so much like, big difference. Yes, so you can see where your energy, like how many options there are, and where this could go, and like you can see the the end result on things, even up to like two years out. You can go, is this a waste of my time? And then you decide whether it's even worth going there. Mm-hmm. You you can be very discerning about where you put your energy. And you hate wasting your time. Yes. So that's, that's the other thing is that you might come across kind of direct and cold sometimes. When you're disinterested, you're not interested, period. Like you just, when people meet you, they want to, you want to know, why do I need to know you? How are you going to benefit where I'm going? Are you going to help me? move forward on where I'm going. Yeah. And it's not in a rude way. It's not in a, in a, 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 you know, there's nothing wrong with feeling that way. When I meet people, I'm similar. I'm like, Mm -hmm. in what capacity am I needing to know you? Are you a client? Uh, Are we doing a podcast together? Um, Otherwise I'm probably just going to look at you and be like, I don't know what you need from me. Like (laughs) I need to know why I need to, why, why is my energy going here? What, do I get to, I get to choose where my energy goes. So I want to know, okay, in what capacity do I need to know this person and how are they fitting into my life? And do I have a space in that particular category right now for people? Yeah. 
Interesting. It's so, I love this so interesting. Really You're brilliant. Really you really like, are. I, now, Thank you know, you. thinking about yeah. the business side of it, just for businesses, I can't let go of that thought just because I think um, helping, because I know that there are books that are yeah. out there and yeah. um, we've talked with people yeah. who tried to, when we were first putting our company together, it was, um, you've got to figure out who sits at the table and where everybody, what, what seat they're in. And it's the same thing you're saying, but it's coming from a different direction that's a little more um, defined, a little yeah. more well, instead of expecting people to know that that's where they should be sitting. I think you'd probably validate some people's suspicions, but also make, you know, give some people some relief because they feel like they keep failing because they're, they keep trying to do something that they're not built for. And that's, that's, a, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay, let yeah. me ask you this then before Definitely. we go today. Um, how do people find you? How do people, you know, get an appointment with you, set up a consultation? Mm-hmm. Um, what do they need to bring to the table? Well, the easiest way to get a hold of me is just to, de- to text or call me directly at 402-960-0624. Um, and just so you guys know, so remember I was looking for a, a name for my business last time and I, t- I told you I had these ideas and well, that first one fell through, unfortunately, but fortunately, because yes. I ended up getting the name, the inside <laughs> job, holistic wellness. Nice. Yes. So that is the name of my office now is the inside job. That's cool. Um, yeah, I know. I felt like it's so yeah. perfect for yeah. what I do really, because yeah. everything is an inside job. Yeah. Um, so, but reaching out to me directly at 402-960-0624 is the quickest, more direct way. And I really like the personal touch of talking to people. You know, I was just talking to somebody about yeah. setting up, you know, I felt kind of pushed from the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> to set up um, a place for people to just go and register for an appointment with me. But I thought, I really don't like that. Like I would like to talk to somebody mm-hmm. in person before we set up a session. Yeah. So That's that great. personal touch is really important to me. So mm-hmm. I still want to just talk to people. Um, if you do call and I don't know you yet, please leave me a message because <laughs> I don't answer just crazy calls. Cause you know how many there are out there. Um, <laughs> Uh, Dan, I have a question for you. So for the next time that you're on, and like Jill said, we got to do this much more often. Can we um, like have people just text in their birthdays to us and we'll pick one or two and just have you do a quick little rundown? Okay. And we'll get them on the phone. Um, Okay. So 402-403-9478, text us your name and your birthday uh, day, uh, month, day, and year. Year I'm assuming is important. Right? Yeah, it's very important. It tells okay. me your life path, your purpose. So, okay. and and just a side note. So the biggest thing about that is it's going to matter where your heart is, because if you're coming from a place of self love and love, then you're going to have a, a a best case scenario answers for what your numbers mean to you. But here's the beautiful part: even if you're coming from a place of of a little bit of fear, being able to identify that you're in fear empowers you to make the choice to to change it. Yeah. Right. So when I talk, because I won't be talking to the person directly, it's hard for me to understand where their heart's at at the time, but um, we can do best case, worst case scenarios. Well, what we can do is we can have them text us their phone, their um, information, and then we can set up a time. We can have them on when we're recording with you. We can patch them in and you guys can yeah. talk briefly. Just oh, so you that would be amazing. Thing. Yeah, so we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get that all set up. That would be the best. Facebook, yep. Yep. Um, Sweet. Your Facebook page is Dana U Camp. Um, and that's where I, I actually reached out to you. Um, I remember, and do that. And when you send a direct yes. message, you Dana, have you an can. auto reply set up. That includes that phone number. So, yep. Yeah, so that's a 
It does. Yes, it does. So Dana U. Camp, intuitive numerologist, perception coach. And then you can also search the inside job holistic wellness. That's also a page of mine I just started. So you can, and you'll, you'll be able to reach me through that as well, if that's easier for people to remember. So um, either one, that's you can find me on Facebook. Dana, you're great. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on our podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You got it. Um, Okay. Again, so 402-403-9478, text us uh, and all the links that um, Dana talked about. They're all in um, the description of our episode. So thanks for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.